Welcome to the Happy Whole You Podcast. I'm Anna Marie Frank, your brain health and wellness expert. Here we talk about all things wellness with a focus on how your brain functions. So the daily impact of our physical, nutritional, financial, even spiritual lives, how they impact our brain, including how we navigate all of our relationships on a daily basis, all have a major impact on how our brain functions. So get ready to rewire your biology and your brain because we have a lot of great information ahead. Hey, you guys, I wanted to jump on and share with you nine of the biggest reasons why you are not losing weight. But first and foremost, I want you to appreciate your body now and what your body has done for you. Even the stretch marks on your belly and thighs and the crow's feet by your eyes. You know, your body has been with you since day one. And be thankful that it hasn't given up on you because our bodies are so resilient and they are constantly fighting for survival and they want us to live and to thrive. The problem is we demand so much from them and we are not giving them back giving our bodies back what it needs. And so, you know, the interesting thing is sometimes less is more when it comes to weight loss. And let me explain to you what I mean by that. So back in the day, I used to work out like a crazy person. I would run many miles. I'm talking like eight miles, 10 miles. You'd even run 16 miles in a single day. And then I would stress about what I would eat and I wouldn't sleep well because, you know, I had to wake up and I had to work and I had to do this and I had to wake up and I had to run. And it was literally ridiculous. I was working out like a crazy person. I would say I was eating pretty darn good, but I wasn't sleeping how I should. And I was just literally a workaholic. So you would think someone like that is probably, you know, pretty thin, but ultimately I was a lot heavier then than I am now and just exhausted and tired and just not happy. So I wanted to share with you nine things that you can do to help with weight loss. And really when we think of weight loss, I think it's important to remember what we can add to our lives versus what we should take away. And then also give yourself the space and the time to get to whatever the goal is. And then ultimately, you know, being happy with where your body's at. Sometimes, for example, I had a client who we did a six week weight loss program. She did not lose a single pound, you guys, but she lost nine and a half inches on her body. And it was interesting because she was like, I want the scale to say, like in the low 140s, but her body was like 152 or 154. And I remember sending her an email because I could relate to that on so many levels. My weight is between 148 and 154. I was that weight when I graduated high school. That's been kind of like my weight where my body is comfortable and I'm not being extreme when I was competing and after I had my son and trying to get super, super fit, I got down to about 138 to 142 and I was running like, you know, five 30 minute pace, five K's and, 
10Ks and doing half marathons at 545 pace, six minute pace. I mean, it was just like crazy, but my body was like not happy with me, but I was thin and thinner, but then only lasted for a short period of time. And then I started gaining more and more weight, even though I was doing the same workouts and doing a lot of the same things. It was like my body didn't want to be in that, you know, at that weight. But for some reason in my head, I thought that was the weight I needed to be at. So interesting. This client is like, I just remember sending her an email and was like, you know, is what does this weight represent? Is it that important that you're at that weight? You know, and you know, what if your body is happy at this weight at the 154 or 152, you know, and can we shift that weight? Can we, you know, get stronger? Can we get more flexible? Can we do those things and still be at that weight? And what was interesting is she did pretty much stay within a couple pounds of that weight and lost nine and a half pounds. Sometimes our bodies, there's a certain weight that we're at. And I think that we need to go beyond the scale. Although, you know, for some people that number is important and necessary, you know, they're to lose the 30 pounds or 40 pounds or whatnot. But I think we need to focus more than just on weight loss and focus more on overall well-being and health and wellness from a mental standpoint to a physical standpoint to a spiritual standpoint. But for now, I'm just going to jump into the nine things. And the first one on my list is to just power walk. So focus just on getting outside, sunshine, nature, and walking 30 to 60 minutes briskly, like six to seven days a week. So just every single day getting out and walking. And maybe that's not for you or you're not able to walk, riding a bike as well. But I do think there's so much power in getting outside and moving your body and being with nature and getting natural sunshine because actually our body, our skin has photoreceptors, light receptors on them. And natural sunlight actually has been shown to increase serotonin in the brain, which is a great thing. That's a feel-good hormone. That's our mood stabilizer hormone. And then also being in nature does the same thing. So think about getting outside, moving your body, and it can be just a bike ride. It could be a power walk. It doesn't have to be hardcore, but definitely something to get your blood flowing and circulating. The second one I wanted to talk about was eating more veggies and ultimately getting more fiber in your diet. So stop really counting all the calories you're eating, but I would encourage you if you're going to count anything to count fiber grams. So our bodies should be getting 25 to 35 grams of fiber every single day. And the average American is getting only 15 grams of fiber a day. So when you're getting fiber, that means you're eating whole foods and foods that have not been stripped or reduced in their whole form. So the key is like eating raw vegetables, baked or steamed, adding in herbs to your diet is also really good. All of these, you know, fruits and veggies and herbs, all of them have so many healing components to them and they have fiber. And I did write a blog about fiber intake that you can check out at happyholeyou.com to learn more about that, but really focus on getting more fruits and vegetables into your diet and then focusing on that fiber intake is key. Other areas of fiber too, beans, seeds, nuts, those all have a good amount of fiber in them as well. 
The third one I want to talk about is getting your finances in order. And you may be thinking, how does weight loss and my finances have anything to do with each other? I bet you that there is a huge link between what you are spending your money on on a regular basis and how you feel and the weight that you carry. Really having financial burdens on ourselves, that causes stress, increases cortisol, going through, you know, and eating fast food on a regular basis, that's going to increase your weight as well and stress. I mean, if you think about how much time and money you spend in a drive-through paying for food that is not ideal for you, it adds up really, really quickly. So one little task I would have for you to try is just take a week, eat normally how you eat and write down the amount of time and money you spend eating out. So that would be going through the drive-through, how much time it takes you to do that, and then what you're spending. And then you have to remember the time it took, the money it costs for the gas in your car, all of those things really impact, you know, your overall health and well-being. But I do believe finances impact our weight. So anyways, explore that, ponder that for a while, see how you feel, see what comes up for you. Number four that I have for you is to do the little things that add movement every day to increase your heart rate. So I know I already talked about exercising and getting outside and working out, but this is where you could really just look at ways you can add movement every single day. So like parking in the furthest parking spot, using the stairs. When you start to feel tired, when you're just sitting at your computer, just stand up real quick and do like some squats or just stand up and sit down real quick. Walk to go get your mail versus driving your car up to it. Just drop and do five (laughs) push-ups. If you have to like email someone, but you could, this is something you could speak to them over the phone about, maybe like get up and give them a call and just walk around while you're talking to them. You know, just little fun things, dancing with the kids in the kitchen that aren't necessarily your quote unquote workout, but they're ways to add movement throughout your day. Another number five for weight loss is to be around people that make you smile and communicate with those people. Call them, be involved in positive conversations on a daily basis and conversations that make you laugh. We know laughing burns calories, increases serotonin and oxytocin, which is our love hormone in the body. And laughing has actually been shown to reduce inflammation in the body as well. So just be mindful of those people that you're choosing to surround yourself with. Because again, this is all going to contribute to you feeling heavy and weight gain. And, you know, sometimes our weight gain isn't necessarily physical weight, but it's this feeling inside of feeling weighed down. So just be mindful of those that you choose to allow into your life and take time with. Number six that I wrote down was drink water throughout the day. So many people will just drink a big glass of water first thing in the morning or once they get thirsty, they're like slamming a big glass of water. But it's really important that you carry around water with you and just sip on water throughout the day. Our stomach will only absorb about four ounces of water at a time. So shooting for drinking about half your weight in ounces of water a day is ideal. If you're eating enough fruits and vegetables, that number can go down because 
There's, you know, obviously hydration in fruits and vegetables. And actually the water in fruits and vegetables is called easy water. It's the makeup of that water is a little bit different than just regular tap water, filtered water, and it actually goes into the cells a lot easier. So anyways, that's a whole nother podcast, but being mindful of drinking and getting enough fluids to stay hydrated is really important. Another thing is when you are drinking enough water, you have an increased enzyme in the stomach called lipase, which lipase helps break down fats. That's another reason to stay super hydrated. <laughs> Number seven, I wrote stop snacking. Back in the day, you know, you would hear trainers and people say, oh, eat every two hours to keep your metabolism up. And with the research done on intermittent fasting, I think we've totally been able to debunk that idea. And so eating, you know, two meals a day or even three meals a day, but closing in that window when you're eating to an eight hour window has been shown to greatly reduce your waistline and increase longevity. And then just be mindful that when you are snacking throughout the day, it could be, you know, a few M&Ms here, a little cookie there, and you just don't realize how much it adds up. So the other thing you can also do is instead of saying, okay, I'm not going to snack. Well, why don't you get out a pen and paper and say, okay, I'm going to add in tracking my food. And once you add in tracking your food, then you'll really be able to see what's going on in terms of how much you are eating and what you are taking in on a daily basis. Um, number eight, I wrote get sleep. I used to be a workaholic. So thinking five to six hours of sleep was plenty because I could thrive and I could function. And really, I was just burning the candle at both ends. We need seven to eight hours of sleep for sure. We need to have at least four sleep REM cycles in our sleep. And, you know, just getting a short amount of sleep and drinking coffee the next day is is not good in the long term. And there are so many anti-aging effects of getting good sleep and for your brain and memory and all that. So making sure you're shutting down your devices two hours before bed, limiting blue light exposure, making sure your room is nice and cool and dark. I use this thing called a chili pad on my bed, which ultimately pumps through cold water. So you know, even if I'm having those dreams where my heart rate goes up and my body temperature goes up, I'm combating that with a chili pad. So getting sleep is so important. I know like for me and my husband for the first like couple years of my marriage, I actually had my own room because he would snore and my sleep was, it was like, this is important to me. So once he was able to get his snoring under control and all that, now we share the same room. We sleep in the same bed every night. But if you are sleeping with somebody or your sleep is being disturbed, it's very important that you kind of remedy that. And sometimes that takes a little bit of time and compromise and trying new things, but ultimately it's very important. And then the ninth thing I wrote down was get your brain chemicals right. If you listen to the previous episode or two episodes before this, depending on when this comes out, I recorded an episode called Hack Your Brain Chemicals. Go ahead and listen to that episode because I talk about serotonin, oxytocin, endorphins, and you know the four brain chemicals that are definitely going to impact how you're feeling because we want dopamine, serotonin, endorphins, and oxytocin, and we want them in the right amounts and the right levels because those are our mood stabilizers, our reward chemicals, our painkillers, and our love hormone. And they make us feel pretty darn good when the right amount. So anyways, you guys, I hope you got something out of those nine tips. 
And I wish you the best and I'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks for joining us today, you guys, on this Happy Whole You podcast. We are so stoked that you are listening. And if you have questions or want to reach out to us, you can always email us at info at happyholeyou.com. And you know where to find us at Happy Whole You on Facebook and at Happy Whole You on Instagram. So have a wonderful day. Have a great week. And we will see you soon.